Hello everyone, thanks for joining me for the podcast on Nigerian culture. I am Cham Zifina Tutu and a social entrepreneur. The culture in Nigeria is multi-ethnic. Nigeria has 527 languages. Seven of them are extinct. Nigeria also has over 1,150 dialects from all the ethnic groups and every person in Nigeria speaks at least two languages. The three largest ethnic groups are the Arasas that predominate in the north, the Yorubas who predominate in the southwest and the Igbos in the southeast. There are also other ethnic groups like the Kunuri people, they are located in the northeast part of Nigeria. The TV people of North Central and the Efiki people are in the South-South. The Beni people are mostly frequent in the region between Yoruba land and Igbo land. The Fulani and Alsas are Muslim while the Igbo are Christian. And so are the Beni and Efiki. The Yorubas are equally likely to be either Christians or Muslims. Let's talk about the Beni people. They are called Beni or Edo because they are the same. They speak same Edo language and they are descendants of the founder of the Beni Empire. They are related to Esan, the Isoko and the Urobo. They are over 10.1 million people in the Edo state. People of this culture are religious and believe in the existence of two worlds. The visible world called Abon and the spiritual world called Erinwin. Their religion is quite interesting and very physiological. They also believe that the creator of this world is called Osenobua, the Supreme God, that's the God Almighty. His son, Olukon, is the ruler of all bodies of water and is also responsible for the prosperity and fertility of his human followers. They also believe in the 14 reincarnation. Their preferable foods are melon and okra soups cooked with bushmeat, fish with pounded jam and rice. Traditional festival in Edo State. Edo State has a very rich tradition of festivals and masquerade through which the people either appease the various gods and goddess, purification of goods, the land and individual celebrants, initiates men or women into age group or as a traditional get-together. Those celebrations offer opportunities for reunions of members of the family and friends and a guest opportunity for visitors to see and feel the rich cultural heritage of the state. Hmm, what a huge tradition. Some of the festivals celebrated in the new Edo states are Igu and Enwares festival. This is celebrated by the Benin clan and is a very colorful and crowd-pulling festival. It is celebrated by the Obas of Benin 
and the Benin cities in both home and abroad to mark the end of the Benin year and to usher in a new one. It is celebrated in September and is also celebrated at night. The second festival is Iho Festival. Like the Igu and Enwere Festival, Iho is one of the popular cherished festivals celebrated in Idoland. It is an annual festival celebrated in mid-September. It's the period they pay homage to ancestors in every family unit. A period of cementing the unity of all brethren in the family fold and an occasion in which gifts are sent to father-in-laws. The occasion lasts for nine days to two weeks. The third one is the Bomisi Festival. It is celebrated in February and March. It is celebrated for five days. The chief herbalist consults the oracle before fixing the date for this festival. And the fourth festival is called Ohonomomen Festival. It is celebrated annually between January and March to mark the end of the fruitful year and beginning of another. Ohonomen means it is well for me. Wow, what a name. Number five is Ado Ekokon Festival. It is celebrated to mark the beginning and the end of the local seasons. Ado Ekoko means throw away dirty. Number six is Ube Festival. It is celebrated in June. It lasts for four days. The seventh one is Iyele Festival. This festival is believed to bring peace and prosperity and that is why it is being celebrated. The eighth one is Oto Orumi Festival. It is celebrated for a day in July or early August to appease the land so as to produce good harvest. And the ninth one is Ororum Festival. It is celebrated for a week in April or May. It's a festival for initiating young men between 28 to 30 years of age into manhood. And the last one but not the least is the Orimeyam Festival of Uguta. It is celebrated for three months from January to March. It is celebrated for peace and plenty in the town. It is mainly for matured adults and it is usually expensive. That will be all for today. My lovely listeners, this podcast is coming to you from your favorite, Chum Zafina. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Bye-bye. Hello everyone. Thanks for joining me for the podcast on Nigerian culture. I am Chum Zifina, tutor and a social entrepreneur. I am going to be talking about the second culture in Nigeria. The other time we talked about the Edo culture. Today we are going to talk about the Efik culture. The actual origin of the Efik people seems to be unknown, but the traditional tales have it that they sojourned from Nubia through to Ghana and then Arochuku in present-day Southeast Nigeria. They later left Arochuku after a disagreement to a Greek town that is Calabar. 
until 1954 before it achieved autonomy. This area was formerly a trust territory from German Cameroon, which was administered as a part of the eastern region of Nigeria. On the whole, the history of ethnic migration and settlement seems to have three successive stages, an Igbo phase, an Abibio phase, and the drift to the coast. And this is the reason the present-day ethnic are related to the Anan, Abibio, Igbo, Oron, Bayas, Uruan, and Eket people. Ethnic Ibibio people has significant influence on the southern parts of Nigeria. The representative of this culture speaks their language as well as English. Ethnic Ibibio culture language is spoken in Akwaibon states and Cross River states. It has various dialects such as Anan, Oron, and many others. The culture is associated with the lion that is the symbol of this culture which they believe protects the culture which later become popular in other nigerian ethnic cultures the popular ancient indigenous writing of the ethnic people called nsibidi was invented by the ebe that is the lion of the ethnic abibio people the ethnic abibio people are blessed with various edible vegetables their food is popular throughout the entire Nigeria, including the popular Elikan Kong soup, Efang soup, pepper soup, Okwaho, Eritan, jollof rice, etc. Abasi is considered to be the supreme creator that is God Almighty, and his wife is Atai, is known as the mediator. It is also believed that Atai convinced Abasi to allow two humans, that is a man and a woman, which is also said to be their children, to live on earth, but forbid them to walk or reproduce. The children were required to return to heaven with Abasi whenever he rang the dinner bell. These rules were established so that the ethnic people would not surpass Abasi in wisdom or strength. But just like the biblical story of the Adam, the children disobeyed and Abbas did not only kill them, he also caused them with kills and dirt. Now let's talk about the ethnic Ibibio marriage culture. The old fattening room tradition is the first thing that comes to mind whenever the subject ethnic marriage is to be discussed, although it has been modified for today's generation. The fattening room tradition of the ethnic people was secluded training given to medians in preparation for womanhood. It's a tradition that lasts for six months before marriage. Every girls are sent to the fattening room that they may be pampered with massages from head to toe, fed as much as they would like to eat and enlighten them on the ins and outs of marriage. They will not be allowed to do any work. Instead, they eat sumptuous dishes engage in meaningful conversation and sleep coupled with the three times daily massages that are meant to bring out the natural endowments. The girls also go through domestic training of home management like cooking, child care and housekeeping and how to respect and make their husbands and family to be happy. 
The older women's work are to train the girls in culture dances like ikombi, folktales, songs, skills in artistic designs on calabash and other materials. They are also taught about sex. At the end of this six-month period, which also brings an end of the circulation days, people all over are invited to honor her success in passing through this ordeal. This podcast is coming to you from your favorite, Chamzefina. Thank you for listening. See you another time. Bye-bye. Hello everyone, thanks for joining me for the podcast on TV Culture. I am Chamzifina, tutor and the social entrepreneur. On my previous episode, we talked about ethic, Ibibio culture. Today I'm going to be talking about TV people. TV are a thyroid ethnic group. They constitute approximately 5% of Nigerians' total population and number over 14 million individuals throughout Nigeria and Cameroon. According to oral tradition of TV origin, these people came to their current location, that is Benue River in Niger, from the southeast. The most popular and proven theory traces the origin of TV people to Bantu people who lived in the Shaba area of the present Democratic Republic of Congo. The TV language is spoken by about 15 million people in Nigeria with a few speakers in Cameroon. The majority are threatened with extinction. The largest of these languages by far is the TV language for which the group is named. The TVs are a people known for their artistic prowess, which storytelling is one of them. Records have it that the earliest contact the TVs had with the European was in 1852, when they were found on the banks of the Beni, but their history didn't start from there. The father to TV people is called the skull of Takuluku. It was brought back from the swamp mountain and is preserved in the swamp pot in powdered form. TV people call God Almighty Owando. Now let's talk about the traditional marriage in TV. TV people used to exchange marriage. This means that two men exchange full sisters and the children were then double cousins. Each married woman has her own store of food. She cooks and takes food to her husband every day. The husband shares it with all the children present. The children also eat with their mothers. The TV people are subsistence farmers whose main crops are yams, millet and sorghum, all of which are eaten as porridge or are made more palatable by their combination of sauces and stews. Although goats and chickens are plentiful, few cattle are kept because of the sesame fly. 
They come on TV food are mostly solid cooked, pounded or prepared with hot water. They are mostly carbohydrates or byproducts of yams, cocoa yam, cassava, beans, corn, potatoes, etc. Now let's talk about TV festival. Their festivals include Kenyan Shower Festival, that is the food festival, which brings family together. The second one is Inyanya Festival. The third one is Oven Festival. The fourth is Ujo Festival. The fifth, the fifth is Udumu Festival. The sixth is Akata Festival. The seventh is Opalaka Festival. And the eighth one is Igede Abba Festival. My wonderful listeners, this is where we are going to draw the curtain for today. Hope you enjoyed every part of it. This podcast is still from yours truly, Chamsi Fina, a tutor and a social entrepreneur. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye.